Blog Talk Radio. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Got a little mixed up there with the introduction, but we're going to go ahead and get started. Amen. This is when Christmas Speak Talk Radio. Amen. My name is Reverend Ray. Yeah, this, today's broadcast is R3. We are like free men. We are talk. Just waiting for a few other brothers to join us. And we'll get started in a few minutes. Let's just hear some news for a little bit, okay? We'll be right back. Amen. Amen, amen. Thank you for joining. This is when Christmas Speak Talk Radio. Today's broadcast is hour three. Realize we're men, we're talk. Wait for a few of the brothers to join us. I'm not sure who's on the line with us as of yet. So we can go ahead and open up in prayer. Amen. So, Father God, we come today first to give you thanks, to honor you, Lord God. So, thank you for all the grace and the mercy that you've given. Thank you for a brand new day, a day that we have never, ever seen before God, a day, God, that we can just think about your goodness. A day, Lord Jesus, above ground, a day that no matter what took place, that, that we know that you are still in control. The day that we can think about your goodness and things that you've done in our life. So we appreciate the day, God. We're glad about today, God. We pray for those that are listening now, that are on their way, God. We pray, God, that we might say something that will be a blessing to your people, to the men and to the women, God. We are grateful, God, for the, the miracles and, the, and the, um, the the things that you will continue to do in the life. Bless us and bless us in your name, God. We pray today, God. We give this broadcast to you in Christ Jesus' name. Amen and amen. 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 Uh, amen. amen. Again, hey, brother, my brother, again, everyone, this is Real Arthur, Real Life, Real Men, Real Talk. I see Brother Cleophus is what. With me, I believe a few other brothers might join us today. I'm um, not sure, but we're going to go ahead and go forth. And um, Brother Cleopas, just before we get started, how you doing, sir? And I'm doing outstanding. How about yourself? I'm doing outstanding. I like that word, outstanding. <laughs> I like that word, <laughs> outstanding. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Amen. So all is well. and uh, We're going to talk about, I had sent a message to the brothers before uh, about the assignment of, of believers, of assignment 
And uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. But um, um, before we do anything like that, um, I don't want to get on here to talk right there with Brother Kriyoki. So how did the rest of win today or no? Uh, well, you know, they 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 didn't lose today, you know, because you know they didn't play. <laughs> oh, they didn't play. Oh, okay. No, nah, I guess that's nah, a good. No, nah, they got they, yeah, they got stumped on Thursday. So. Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to forget about Thursday, but you know it's okay. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Hey man, yeah. ain't, ain't no ain't no ain't no shame in my game. <laughs> It's all good. I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad. Yeah, I, I forgot they played on Thursday and lost. They played the Bears, yeah. right? Yeah, bad. yeah. They, 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 they're sinking to some new lows. <laughs> yeah, but the Bears, not, not the Bears must be a really good football team. So, you know, so, yeah. Okay, uh, you know. They, in, in, in the sight of the commanders, they are. <laughs> It might not be no good to anybody else <laughs> against anybody else, but against against the Washington Commanders, they look like a Super Bowl champion team. <laughs> hey, the Bears they're great. I don't know about the other three weeks, but I know Thursday they played great. You know, so they, 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 they look like a, they look like a real contender on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Any given Sunday, man. Any given Sunday. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not sure that since I'm. I'm I know y'all lost, and we play at what at eight o'clock. So the Cowboys play at eight o'clock. So we'll see what happens there and yeah. everything. And he played uh, San Francisco team, but we'll see. You know, we'll see. Yeah. yeah. Really if nothing else, it should, it should be a good, it should be a good game. You got two good teams playing one another, and it should be a good game. It should be a good game. Amen. Amen. <laughs> All right, but anyway, so. Um, Okay, that must be. Uh, I'm not sure who this is. Somebody else just joined us. I'm not sure if I can click them on. Okay, all right. We like somebody else just join us. Who joined us? One of the brothers. Hey, how's it going, guys? It's uh, Tony Mitchell. Hey, hey good evening, Tony. How are you? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. Oh, oh, good. That's good, man. It's good to hear your voice. It's really good to hear your voice, man. It's been a while. Yeah. Tony, we just got finished talking about the Redskins and losing Thursday, so I, I don't want to. I, don't wanna, I, don't, I, don't, well, I thought but, you was gonna let it go, man. <laughs> hey, I gotta say this. I gotta say this. That stadium was really quiet this past Thursday. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? It, it might be quiet. It might be quiet some more Sundays too. <laughs> Uh, hey, at least they showing up. At least they showing up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I only reason I brought it up because I know Tony, you know, is with me and stuff. So you know. Yeah, uh, I know. But it's I all know. two against one. But that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank God. Thank God, we all know. We all on the same kingdom team. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But tell me real quick, how you doing, sir? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I I finally uh, finished, you know, this long six-year journey in seminary school. So it is done. It's over. 
so I'm ready to see what God has planned up uh, for the Good. remainder of this year and also in 2024. Okay. Congratulations, man. Really, congratulations. That ties right into our uh, our topic, the assignment. (laughs) (laughs) The assignment of believers ties right into our topic. You know, what I was about to say is that um, for those that are listening that are joining us now and listening on different platforms, this came to me in a dream. I'm, I'm not even sure. I don't even think I was asleep, but I was talking about the assignment that each one of us uh, has an assignment, you know, that God has given us and everything. And in my notes, I put that um, our assignment is not just one, but it might be multiple times at different um, time frames, you know, but they're all inclusive. They're, in other words, they're in circle because there's one main reason for this now assignment that God has given us, you know. Um, and uh, sometimes our assignment do change, you know, or it, it increases or it multiplies, you know, or it um, goes to the next level. You know, it just depends on the growth, you know, and, uh, and the season that we're in and everything. And um, I, I'm, I, when I thought about the assignment, I, I thought about the, one of the questions I asked myself, because this is when you begin to realize yourself, no one can answer the question for you. I said, where, where am I in the assignment that God has given me? Okay? You can only ask yourself that question. Nobody else can speak for you. <laughs> you know? <laughs> God gives them the, um, the, the vision and the wisdom to speak and say, hey, well, this is where you are and this is where you need to be. But that's not, that, for me, I believe that's a conversation that you need to have between yourself and God. Then where am I? In the assignment that God has given me, you know, and and everything, and um, I believe that this is, again, this is my personal view. I believe that when our assignment has been completed, that God has given us, that the Lord have God has entrusted us to do. Then I believe that there is nothing else left for us to do, and I believe at that point He says, "Time to come home." You know, you finish the work. You know. <laughs> And as Paul said, I, I finished the course, you know, and everything. And um, uh, um, I, I also believe that, well, I'm not sure, I'm not going to say that, but I just believe that. I, be, I truly believe that when it's time for us to leave this world and everything that God has ordained for us to do, um, we can go there. there. There is a possibility that sometimes we may leave before the assignment is, is taken care is, is done. And that might be because of disobedience or whatever. So the question again comes up, God, to ask God and yourself, God, where am I in the assignment that you're giving me? You know, am I fighting the good fight? You know, Paul knew what he said, I fought the good fight. I finished the course, you know. He knew he was about to die and everything, leave this world. You know, so I believe that Paul began to examine everything. Like, well, and you know, uh, the, 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 the topic that came, what I begin to think about with that is that um, Paul and all of us never always got everything. We were, we were faithful over a few things, as Scripture said, but he, God said he's going to make a rule over the many. And we may be faithful over a few things. It means we're going to make mistakes. You know, we're going to drop, drop the ball. We're going to get off course, unfortunately, sometimes. But we thank God for a merciful Lord and Savior 
that was bringing us back in the right relationship and direction with him. So that's basically where I was coming from. My screen just looked like me. One second, gentlemen. You know, that's basically where I was coming from. And I just want us to talk about it, man. I mean, uh, all of us, all of us have gone through stuff. All of us experiencing things and everything. And I know what I have in my notes. My notes. I said that our assignment is that I said uh, is bigger than just one. The one thing that we do it encircles us with with every breath that we take each day. And I came out of the scripture. Many are called. But uh, a few are chosen. So let's just talk about that. Then somebody may be listening, they may be struggling uh, with the assignment, or maybe at a, um, a standstill with the assignment, or maybe it may seem like that nothing is happening, you know, or, or the, the prayers are not getting answered. But we know and we believe in what God told us to do. So let's just dialogue a little bit about that, brothers, and give me your um, input. I would appreciate it, and we can move forward, okay? So we're going to go. Anyone want to speak first? It's okay. I, I think I could start. Uh, so when you okay. sent over uh, the topic, uh, again, it was very timely um, because I'm in that transition state of, okay, what's next? Uh, God, what do you have next? What is my next mission? What is my next assignment? Uh, where do I go from here? And I'm, I'm sure that there are lots of people throughout their life that ask this question, God, what is next? What do you have in store for me? And not only, you know, for yourself, but also when you think about your family, when you think about everyone that's connected to you, what what is in store? And one of the things that um, I remember uh, when I was studying was the fact that Jesus, now Jesus knew when he was growing up that he was the son of God, but it wasn't until Jesus reached a certain point when he was baptized that he was fully commissioned to go about and do the ministry that God sent him to accomplish. It wasn't until he got baptized, the Holy Spirit descended upon him and anointed him in the form of a dove, and God proclaimed from heaven that this is my beloved son, that his ministry actually started. So he started his ministry at 30 and completed his ministry at 33. So it's kind of like from that perspective, uh, why did Jesus wait so long to start? But it was all in timing. So one of the things that I have learned over time is to look at the patterns in your life. What has God done in your life all the way up to this point to prepare you for what? is next. There, there's patterns, there's things that you've experienced, there's things that you're currently experiencing. There's talents that you have that some, someone else might be able to do it, but they don't do it exactly as you do it. What is that one thing that God has given you that is a niche, that makes you different from everybody else? You know, so I think when we try to find out what our next is or what you know, our calling is or uh, or when we identify as the few who is chosen, you know, that makes us very unique in the body of Christ. So I think it's a matter of taking the time to really sit. And I actually just completed uh, with this group um, a week-long kind of like study, like sitting at the seat of Christ, sitting 
listening, being patient. In today's time, we want everything to happen, like, instantaneously. It's like, okay, God, what's next? And we expect to hear the word from God and say, hey, I want you to do X, Y, and Z. These are the people you're going to connect with, and this is how you're going to make it happen. Well, normally it don't happen that way. So patience and also spending time with God in the word and in prayer will over time help you to realize and see what that next is. So that's I'm sitting and waiting. I'm studying, I'm praying, and I'm listening. And eventually uh, I will get my answer. And the answer I might get, we also have to be willing to accept the answer that we do get because God might not give all the details. He might just say, go here. And then it's just a faith walk to go in that direction, and then the rest of it is revealed later on. So that's that's kind of what I got from the topic that when you um, sent that out to us today uh, to kind of think of. Amen. Amen. Um, Brother Cleophus? Yeah, I, I, uh, excellent, excellent topic, uh, uh and uh, I, I concur with uh, with what you and uh, and Brother Tony have uh, have said. Um, for me, um, you know, uh, uh, the assignment is, you know, um, I think you I think you mentioned this, or maybe Tony mentioned it. You know, I think assignments are sometimes seasonal, and mm-hmm. you know, seasons are period of times period of time in time. So, you know, uh, God may have your assignment in this season to be one thing. And if you miss what is in that season, uh, it could mess up your next season. So I think mm-hmm. it's important to to stay patient. Um, and, and, and as Tony said, you know, constantly be in prayer, constantly be in the word. But our number one assignment is not just winning souls to the body of Christ, but sharing the principles of the kingdom of God with others, you know, sharing the love of God with others, um, to, you know, planting seeds. That's all of our assignment. You know, as, as a, as a blood-washed, blood born-again born again believer, um, it is to share the love of Christ, the love of God, um, with others, uh, with those that are, uh, are not of the faith, um, as well as with those that are of the faith, uh, to strengthen their faith. So I think that's all of our assignment. Now, within those assignments, we are, we are doled out or given uh, additional assignments that for whatever that season that we're in, that God wants the body of Christ, the body of believers, uh, to get a focal point. Like this in this season that we're in right now, if you listen to a lot of the messages that are going on in pulpits all over this nation, um, a lot of it is is relative to love. And I think we're in the agape and honor season um, of ministry. And so what do we do? We maximize the season that we're in according to the assignment that, that and, and I, I'm telling you, if you listen to uh, a message here, you listen to a message there, 
and you start to hear the same tenor in those messages, now you kind of see what the assignment that God has given to leaders in the body of Christ, to pastors and leaders, um, and, 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 and you know what season you're in. So I think a lot of it is, is, is seasonal <laughs> relative mm-hmm. to assignments. And we, we've got to learn to, to pace ourselves, <laughs> not try to conquer the, conquer the world and, and, and save everybody at one time. You know, it's a process. Um, so understand what season you're in. Understand the call of God that's on your life and then be obedient to that. Um, be patient. Uh, capitalize on every opportunity. Uh, make sure you're growing in your capacity to understand and your capacity to hear from God and your capacity to, to when you study and meditate on the Word, to understand what you're studying and meditating on. Um, so I think all of that is part of the assignment. And, and the more you dive into the Word of God, the more you get into the Word of God, the more you meditate and, 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 and hear from Holy Spirit and hear from the Spirit of the living God, the more your assignment is revealed to you, the thing that you're passionate about. And then, again, pace yourself. Don't try to do it all at one time. And that's where I think a lot of times within the assignment you can become frustrated because you don't see things happening as quickly as you would want them to happen or you feel they should happen. God has a time for everything. And Ecclesiastes talks about that. There's a time and season for everything. And part of our assignment is wrapped up in seasons. Amen. Amen. I like what uh, both of you brothers have said. It looks like we got a couple people that have joined in. Um, if you have, uh, like, to say something, uh, you can always just press the number one on your your phone, okay? That'll let me know in the studio that, that you like to have, have something to say. But um, one of the things that you both brothers mentioned uh, was the word patience, you know, uh, and you're right. We do want, when God, we know that God is giving us something, but we want things to happen at a certain pace. And, and at times we can say, okay, it's not happening quick enough because God has given us the vision for this, I mean, whether it's um, pastoring, whether it's um, you know, a particular type of ministry, uh, whether it's interceding. Uh, whatever the case is, there are different types of families that God have specific people that they are intercessors. At this point, you start getting to the spiritual gifts of uh, what people have, you know, like that are intercessors. There are certain people that, that does help, you know, that they're gifted in the ministry of helps. And you always find them doing things that are trying to help somebody else or, or, or the, the, uh, the gift of wisdom, you know, or, or even the not not just the office of pastor, but they have a caring as pastor. They're not a pastor, but they have a, the gift of being able to pastor others. And, and I'm not talking about in a church setting, but I'm talking about being able to represent or, or to care for others and to uh, point people in the right direction. Also, the uh, exhortation is another assignment. You know, and uh, Brother Creed was right that uh, there are times that our assignments do change depending on where God is leading us and where we are at in that, in that time frame. But there's one experiment that, uh, that someone mentioned earlier that uh, we all have, okay, and that is coming out, I think it's coming out, I believe, from Mark chapter 16, verses 15 through 18, it says, and he said to them, talking about Jesus, 
go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes, who, he who believes, and is baptized will be saved. But he that not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And, and if they drink any deadly thing, it will, it will by no means hurt them. And they will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. Okay? So the, the, the key word is, well, there's a lot of key words, but the first word is go. Okay? The first word is go. And we do that uh, not just in a church set, setting, but we do that every time we go outside or go to our families. You know, our life become a, a living epistle to be read among men. So the men not to see us, but to see Christ in us. You know, that's why uh, Peter, Peter told the man, the man at the gate called beautiful. He said, look on, look on us. <laughs> Don't look at me, at us, but look on us. But there's something there that can help you out to our assignment. Um, it, it, I mean, it, 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 with everything that's going on in the world right now, with even the war that's, um, that's going on in Israel and everything, we, we need to be on an, an assignment. You know, we should be taking an assignment and those things that God has given us very serious, okay, very seriously. You know, this this ministry is an assignment. It's not all the assignment, but it's an assignment. You know, and whether it's for a season or whether it's for a period of time. You know, each one of us has something. Brother Tony, you going through the classes and going through school and trying to get, some, you know, some more knowledge. That was an assignment that you know that God had for you. That has for you. You know, and then you, one of the things you mentioned about what, what's next, you know, but and I believe that what God does with examples that He He I not believe I know what He does. He ordered out each one of our steps, you know. <laughs> our life is already planned. We don't always know uh, where we're going to go. We have an idea of what we would like to do, and everything. But sometimes what we think from our mindset or from a flesh point of view is not what God wants for us. You know, I would rather be obedient and, and and be willing to walk with what God said to walk by what my intellect or what I feel and I think that's the right thing. Because if I do it that way, I might be following the wrong assignment. You know, see what I'm saying? I might be following the wrong assignment. Amen. Amen. I mean, this this is just just uh, just something, man. For me, like I, I don't know, I don't I don't even remember the day. All I know is that I woke up thinking about the word assignment. <laughs> I'm thinking about the word I do. It's like okay, like, and then I have to, again as, as a person because I, I ask myself, am I following the instructions, the assignment that God has given me? Am I off course? You know, uh, you know, have I, you know, am I doing something that I know is wrong, or if I'm watching, even watching a television program that is taking me off assignment because it's it's a, it's a distraction. I believe that the, the enemy sends distractions towards us, to take us off course, to take us off a assignment. I believe that sometimes even people, people, people that love us in leadership, that care for us, can take us off the assignment that God has ordained for us because they have their, their agenda or whatever. Not everybody, I'm just saying. But we have to be in tune to what God is speaking to us to make sure that we're on the path. You know, I know that there have been churches and everything where the member, God has told a member uh, that go out and start another ministry, and the head pastor didn't want them to go. They had situations like that, okay? 
They didn't want him to go because they needed him more where they were at rather than let God use them further, you know, as a calling that's in their life. And in, in leadership, we have to be able to say, okay, you know, my thing is what, if someone tell me God said, <laughs> I do this step away. <laughs> I don't really have too much understanding. I step away because, you know, I mean, unless God give me specific instruction, I didn't tell him. But, you know, we have to be careful with that, you know. Um, it was never intent for all of them. That's why he took the disciples, for them to be always around each other. That was good fellowship. But at some point, they still going to go back to um, the word go. They still have to go out there, you know. They have to go out into the hedges and the highways, and they have to go and compare Compel men. They gotta uh, convince men or speak the gospel. Tell them, show them a more excellent way of coming back, coming to have a relationship with, with Christ. You know, we have to do those things. And whether it takes place uh, in the grocery store, whether it takes place at the job site, uh, whether it takes place at the gym, or just walking down the street, walking the doggy. <laughs> There's something <laughs> for the excitement that God has given you. And we need to be um, aware and and continent and aware of those things that are, are surrounding at any given time, because we don't know, you know, we just don't know, you know, at that time that we are needed in that place. There's, I think this is because I think it was, um, y'all brothers help me, with the, I think it was Philip. I'm not sure that there was an uh, Ethiopian that was reading the scriptures, um, oh, yeah. and um, he didn't understand. Yeah. Who was that? It was it was uh, eunuch. Uh, um, this uh, oh, I believe it was Philip. Philip and yeah, and in the book of Acts. And he didn't. Yeah. I mean, he was Philip was there for a purpose. Even the other didn't know he was going to meet Philip. You see, you see the timing mm-hmm. of God. There was an assignment yeah. for him at that particular time. You know to be able to expound the word of God and to be able to uh, uh, baptize him and convince that this man, this Enoch, about who Jesus Christ uh, was and everything like that. And then the scriptures, I'm not, because I, 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 I didn't turn to it, but the scriptures said that God took him away. After he had completed his assignment, he was taken away. Yep. <laughs> Is that, yep. that when, when we complete our assignment, God Okay, okay, you you're done here. I got something else for you to do. There's something else that's going on and everything like that. There's someplace else I need you to be. There's someone else I need you to talk to. There's somebody right now dying of cancer and you need to be at that hospital bed tomorrow at eight o'clock in the morning. Is that because they have given up hope. The assignment. You know? So you uh, I'm gonna stop talking to people, but you're right, man. It's not it's more than just um of going out there to the hedges and how and giving the gospel, and sometimes it's it's doing even um, one person. Is <laughs> one or sometimes the assignment is one person, okay? And uh, I always think like this. I think about uh, there was someone that was I was reading a, a, a history of, of that he was in England. I cannot remember his name, but he was a well-known preacher, and he was telling the story of how. He accepted Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior, and it started from one person speaking the gospel to him. And this one person was a pastor, and he spoke the gospel to, to this, 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 this young man. He was young at the time, a young man. And that young man went on to become a major um, 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 player, a major preacher 
in England where he changed the very atmosphere of the church because it just took one person. One person ministered to him, ministered to him, and he ministered to thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people. But that one Was it Martin person, Luther? One, I, I, I don't remember the person's name, but that one person had okay. an impact to the point where he had excitement at that time. And then, okay, all right, got this. All right. Okay, he had a, he had an impact at that time, you know. So we just we just don't we just don't know and everything. Go ahead, brother Cleo. I'm sorry, let me get to, brother um, Tony had to leave us and everything, but it's go ahead. What you got, man? Yeah, no, I, I, you hit you hit a you hit a ton of uh, valid points, and uh, you know I I think you know I I go back and I look at some of the Old Testament. Um, Heroes, if you will, uh, and how they how they how they came upon their assignment. You look at Abraham. Abraham, who was the father of faith uh, and the father of his nation of of, of all uh, of all the nations. You know, God told him to leave his father's house. That was an assignment. What if he disobeyed God and never left his house? Never left his father's house. Joseph had 11 brothers, I believe, and Joseph, his brothers, stole him. Had Joseph not gone through that particular assignment that he had or that was given to him, it's not an assignment that he wanted, but it was given to him. He went through that assignment. He sold. He's in prison. And now he becomes the head of Potiphar's house. You know, he's second in charge in, 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 in Egypt. Moses, Moses I, I believe, I believe our assignment is given to us. It was predestined to us. Mm-hmm. God said this. God said, before you were formed in your mama's belly, I knew you and I ordained you. I called you. And so we we all have an assignment. That it, it, it's a level of obedience that we operate in our assignment, you know. And so, yes, I, I, I concur with with everything that you said. I concur with what what Brother Tony said. And and I believe that 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 every one of us, every blood bought, blood washed, born again believer, has an assignment. It's it's not you're not born again by happenstance or just to uh, the goal is is to be born again. So that you can go to heaven. No, your assignment is here on earth. You're on earth for a reason. You wasn't put on earth just to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. You were put on earth to accept him as Lord and Savior and then go out and complete the assignment that God has given unto you. We are many members in one body. <laughs> and we and every one of us has value. And so yes, it's important that we we we, we operate and we walk within the assignment that we've given. I, I believe I believe I was given I believe I was given my my assignment to the body of Christ and to this to this nation I believe I was given I was given that assignment in 2011. It's 2023. Mm-hmm. We're going to go into 2024. Have I been operating in that assignment? Yes. Have I been called in that assignment? Yes. Have I impacted lives in that assignment? Yes. Now the future is ahead of me. 
and there's some other things that that are, that are coming about that's going to help to advance that even that assignment. But we operate in it every day that we every day that we that God allows us to wake up. And so the important thing is number one to understand the assignment is 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 again to advance the kingdom of God to share the love of Jesus Christ with all that we come in contact with. That's the assignment. That doesn't mean that you have to be a pastor. Doesn't mean that you have mm-hmm. to be a minister. Doesn't mean that you have to be a deacon. All you need is to be have accepted Jesus Christ, accepted him as Lord and Savior, and now what I'm doing is now I'm going and sharing what he's done for me with someone else. That's an assignment. Right, right. That's all of our assignments. And so we operate in that. So and, and I don't know that I, I don't know that anybody's assignment is greater than, than anybody else than someone else's because if you go to the scriptures, the scriptures says that we all want it, we all want in in the body, but each member has a different purpose. Doesn't make right. what what my what what my assignment is greater than your assignment? No. We all have a a, a purpose. And so if we all work together and all of our purposes being fulfilled, yes, I, then then what a what a much better world we would live in. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I was uh, I was um, thinking while you were speaking and Brother Tony was earlier. Uh, okay, give me one second. Let me let somebody else in. Amen. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was Brother Tony, which you guys were speaking about earlier, and I was. Thing. You know when when Jesus came on the I mean we go to the, the, the to the top. You know you mm-hmm. even in the Garden of, of, of Eden where Adam fell, there was things that were beginning to take place <laughs> before yes. the foundation of the earth. <laughs> While we were yes. in our mother's womb, things that was beginning to take place. You know that yes. was beginning, but Jesus, man, because he didn't have to come. You know, but he came. He came, you know. He came. He knew there was an assignment, and he knew that that uh, someone had to die. He was willing to die, you know. Yes. But he was to die. Talk about the greatest assignment of all, at all. And he 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 came and he died for us that we might have life, but not just life, and more abundant, more more abundant life, you know. Right. He came. So. I mean, the, I mean, so if he had, uh, he is the son of the living God, and we, we now are heirs and joint heirs and, and also sons. That, that makes sense that we would have assignment, or assignment, yes. or destiny, or callings, or whatever word you want to use. That we need to have, we need to do to take place too, you know, because. And, and think, think about our, go ahead. I said, well, and, and think about this. God is perfect. <laughs> you know, there's, yeah. there's 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 nothing about him that's that's not perfect. And I think about Galatians chapter chapter uh, four, verse number four, where it says, "But when the fullness of time was come, God sent His Son, made of a woman, made under the law." God didn't do that until the fullness of time had come. Jesus had an assignment from day one. From day one. But it there were some things that had to take place 
before Jesus was sent into the earth realm. And he didn't come into yeah. the earth realm as an adult. He came into the earth realm the same way you and I came into the earth realm, through a woman yeah. as a baby that had to be reared and, and brought up until, and then when that time had elapsed and that was time for his ministry, it's when he went into ministry, not before. Right. And so, again, I think I think we just have to, and I don't I don't want to uh, just you know be patient, be patient, be patient, you know. But God has a timing for everything, and if we flow in a divine alignment with 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 God's word and with his with his what he has preordained for our lives, man, what 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 a better life we would have. And, and what a what a, what greater impact we could have on others, uh, just by yeah. just by walking in his his precepts and walking in the understanding of of, of where I am in life right now, and, and so so often, you know, even with assignments in work, you know, you get a position at work, and now you, you your thought is, oh, I want to go to the next level. Now you're pushing so hard to get to that next level. Well, how many people are you stepping on trying to get to that next level? Who are you bringing up with? You, you know, I was having mm. yeah, I was having a discussion with some with some of my people the other day on on my team, and I was like, you know, you're in a leadership role, and if you're thinking mm-hmm. of going higher, who have you identified to replace you? Who are you grooming to replace you? And so, right, right. same thing in ministry. You know, we we want our next assignment, but man, who 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 are who are we under, and who are we bringing up to replace us so that when we get elevated to another level, that the level that we were on doesn't suffer. Right. So, right. Yes. There, there, there's a, there's assignments all over. There's assignments in the earth realm. There's assignments in the heavenly realm, and God has already set everything in motion exactly the way he wants it, and now it's it's our responsibility, it's my responsibility as a born-again believer to to make sure that I am in tune and in step with what God wants out of my life. And uh, I don't have to push for it. If I, if I operate in God's will, everything that everything he has laid up for me will be mine. Hello, can I interject a thought? Hello? Okay. Hello. Introduce yourself, please. Introduce yourself. Oh. Hey, I'm 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 Ray's brother. My name is Floyd Rose. Can y'all hear me? I'm yes, here. Sir. Okay. How are you, sir? Yeah, I'm here in Texas and I'm looking at the topic for tonight. And uh, my brother just invited me to your to the station and stuff and um I just got on it. I just got in at the last minute and stuff, but um, you guys said some powerful words and stuff as far as assignment is concerned. Um, I just want to, as um, I look at the life of Paul and stuff before he became a Christian, um, mm-hmm. uh, before he became a Christian, he was persecuting and he was killing the Jews and stuff. But at the same time, academically, he was prepared. He he knew the law. He had studied the law, but he was going against the law. He was going against the law, the very law 
um, so when when the Lord converted him on the road to Damascus, um, he was elevated from from a sinner to a believer, and and when he got converted, when he got converted or um, when he got his new assignment, his original assignment was to persecute. His his original assignment was to uh, um, persecute the Christians, but he got a new assignment because he got a change of heart. And his new assignment, instead of persecuting the Christians, he uplifted Jesus. But not only that, as he uplifted Jesus, as the, as um, as the Book of Acts tells us. Um, um, there was other men in his lives that 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 taught him that taught him the way of Christianity. Now he had the basic down, but he had the basic down on the, on the, on the natural side of life. But then when God came into his life, he had the the foundation down for spiritual growth through Christ and through the other men. They inspire his life to write the gospel. I mean, to write, to write the um, the um, the book, the book of the New Testament stuff. So, Paul' new assignment was to. I, I think he not. I don't think. Well, he 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 graduated from from the old to the new. But as in his graduation, he had other men around him to help him move forward. So with that thought in mind, you know, as we as the Lord give us new assignments and stuff, he also introduced men and women in our lives so we can um face this new assignment, not by ourselves, but with the help of others and most of all with God so we can propel in the kingdom of Christ. That this is what Amen. I've given up the message. Okay. And Amen. one of the things that you said and one of the things you said, Floyd, that I like that um that st- that stuck out to me was that when Paul was original assignment was to persecute uh the the, the uh followers of the way. At that time they were called followers of the way, uh and everything. So when you think about that, that means for us to be aware that there are enemies that have an assignment to distract us, to take us away from the things of God. Just like Paul did at that time, his assignment was, or he, because he, he got letters and approval to go after the Christians of that time. So, right, us being believers, us being believers, we got to understand that we are under spiritual attack. Once you we make right. a commitment to Jesus and everything, and you say, "For for God I live," and we make these acclamations, "For God I live," and "For God I die," and everything, the uh, the enemy. Immediately, okay, <laughs> we come under attack. And what we have to understand, if Jesus came under attack, then we're going to come under If they hated Jesus, then they're going to hate us too, okay? All right? And, and, and we got to understand, be able to get to a point where we can separate that. Look, it's, it's not necessarily the person that hates you, but it's a spirit, because this is a spiritual warfare that we're in. Amen? Um, uh, Brother Cleo, do you have something you want to add? No, I, I think that's. I think that was just a great, great uh, analogy, uh, 
my brother Floyd there, um, you know, uh, bringing up Paul and, and his conversion on the road to Damascus. And one of the things that 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 stuck out to me in that is is that in verse in verse five of uh, chapter nine of Acts, uh, when Jesus when uh, Paul asked uh, says, uh, "Who art thou, Lord?" And, and Jesus said, "I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest." It is hard for thee to kick against the prick. And when you look that up just to really see what that means, what Jesus was saying to him was, it's useless to fight this battle against me. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's useless. You know, uh, you're you, you going to come over to this side, and I'm going to use you for my glory. The same, the same mm. deal, the same zeal, the same zeal in the assignment that you had to persecute you're going to have that same mm-hmm. deal in the assignment to win souls to the body of Christ. And, and yeah, look, look, at what ha- look at what happened in his life and look at what happened, what can happen. And that, that should be, a, that should be a, 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 a motivation for us all that it doesn't matter where you came from, what you were doing prior to. When you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life, the Bible says if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things become new. And the biggest defeat in a believer's life is that they continue to meditate on the things that they used to do, and they put themselves in condemnation. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, can I interject another thought? I'm, I'm, I'm doing personal Bible study, and, and I, I'm doing this, this little um, topic that we're talking about as far as new assignments. Um, let's let's go back into the Old Testament. Um, apart from the Bible, I was reading the life and times of Moses and stuff. And in one mm-hmm. article, I was reading how Moses. Um, well, we know the story how um, uh, the Pharaoh found Moses um, drifting in 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 a, in a little in a little um, basket, you know, on the Nile stuff. But then. We read how in other articles that I read, and and, it's, and the scriptures back it up, how Moses grew up under Egyptian leadership and stuff. And like to my surprise, I'm wondering, I'm, I'm saying Moses, um, they taught him different types of um, um, stuff like geometry, algebra, all all that good stuff. But Moses was, God was preparing, God was. Um, um, preparing Moses for a task and stuff. So it, uh, we also read how Moses, um, he, um, he killed um, an Egyptian and stuff, and he ran from his life and stuff. We we read that in the, in the Old Testament. And then we read where Moses met God, a, a new assignment. Moses was one of the, he was one of the, the strongest leaders in the Egyptian um, empire at that time. But then Moses came across the burning bush. That was his new assignment. And God and Moses, um, and I, I'm, I'm adding, you know, I'm not adding, but I'm just paraphrasing. Um, um, Moses saw the burning bush, and he, he stood back, and God spoke to him through the burning bush and said, I am that I am. That was a new assignment. God had prepared Moses all his life, and then God introduced himself as I am. For Moses to do something greater, to lead the people out of Egypt, to lead the people out of Egypt and stuff, that was new. That was Moses' new assignment. 
but my point I'm trying to make is that God prepares us, and as he prepares us, there's come a point in our life that he's going to introduce us to him, such as I am. And once he introduces us to us as I am, that's a new assignment. We forget in the past and we're looking forward. You know, the things what I did in the past is no longer because I met the great I am. And because I met the great I am, I have, new, I have a new assignment. And my assignment is not to, 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 to wander in the past, but to listen to God's voice and his word and to move forward and stuff. And that's what Moses did. He listened. He saw the burning bush. He heard, he heard the voice of God, just like Paul. He heard the voice of God, and God gave them a new assignment to move forward, you know, to win people to a Christianity. Okay, Amen. I'm sorry. Amen. Amen. No, no, you're fine. Amen. Um, I think Brother Tyrone. Hello? Hello? Hey, Brother Chad. Hey. Okay. I, I, Can y'all hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. I think, I, I think I'm coming through okay. You are? Yes, you are. I'm trying, to fig- I'm trying to figure this out. They told me I was on mute. But anyway, uh, I heard about five minutes of y'all conversation. Everything sounds good. First, I want to say good afternoon. Praise the Lord. God bless everyone that's on the line. It's good to hear your voices again and be a part of the uh, conversation. Uh, whatever uh, my brother Floyd was referring to over there in the book of Acts about Paul, uh, I think y'all talking about elevation or... Uh, but I know it sounded good uh, for what he was saying, and I think I heard something about uh, that Jesus asked uh, Paul or, 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 or was telling him that it was hard to kick against the prick, and saying that, hearing that, it's letting me know that uh, Saul was trying to fight against. Jesus was just letting them know that you can't you can't kick against this. This is it. This is this is this is better than what you want to do. And I think Saul was on his way to destroy the people, to, to destroy the people of God. But in that particular event, I think he, he he was changed. I believe the Bible teaches that he became God made him blind and. Once his eyes was opened, after he got into Damascus, uh, his intent to destroy the people had all turned around. Uh, I think one portion of that particular passage of Scripture says uh, that he told the, pe- the people told him that he's praying now. So that was elevation right there. He wasn't he wasn't out to destroy the people, but he went into he went in to destroy them, but. Uh, God changed his heart, mind, and soul, and now he's helping the people of God. And uh, if that's what we're talking about, that was a, a perfect example of elevation uh, and a perfect example of uh, him humbling himself and letting God do it. Although God had to go through a uh, different way to do it, to break him down, to make him blind, but still he right. stayed humble. He didn't fight it. 
Uh, he ended up being elevated and started preaching the gospel. And uh, by fact, he's one of the one of the greatest, one of the greater preachers in the Bible. Uh, after God elevated him uh, to preach and teach, I think that's how, that's what, as much as got, I got out of it as quick as I was on there, shorter time I was on yeah. it. So it's, it sounds good. I think it's doing good. So you know, let's keep yeah. it going. It's good. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you you're not too far. We actually we were talking about the examine and flows by the elevation, but we I keep word with examine, but everything is true, bro. Because he was Paul definitely had uh, examined, and actually the, uh, uh, the uh, as far as the elevation, which I know that Floyd mentioned, I believe it was, it was he was in a place that God switched him from one place to another place. His assignment changed, mm-hmm. okay, and his assignment changed. And I don't know what he, I wouldn't, I wouldn't personally, I wouldn't know what he was elevated from what he was doing first. Um, I think because I mean, when we say, use the word elevated means, for me, it means that he got a promotion. Okay. Uh, but this was beyond a promotion for him. Okay. He switched sides. <laughs> yes. He basically, yes. 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 He basically switched sides. So he basically switched sides and everything like that. And once he switched sides, then God, yeah, the elevation comes into place, okay? Because uh, he became more um, than anything he had ever been before, you know? And God, to- and, and Jesus told him, like, you go, in other words, and I'm praying for you, you will suffer for my name's sake. <laughs> 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 you know? Yeah. I don't know what, I don't know what he would consider to be elevated, because he, he did, he went through a lot before they killed him. Um, but that was but he had been warned. You're going to suffer for my, for my, you know. And when you've been speaking about when you're speaking about Brother Tyrone, um, one of the things I thought about, uh, and I'm, I'm going to stop talking in a few minutes, one of the things I thought, I thought about is for us, and I think Brother Fortbit and mentioned it too, this, we got to go through some changes in life. Yep. <laughs> God, to bring to their assignment, so he can elevate us in. Sometimes we got to face some things in life, man, that would knock us down to the point where our father, what did he say? What said that he said to him, who are thy Lord? He called, He immediately called Jesus Lord. Okay? Who are thy Lord? You know? So we got to come. Life happens to bring us in right relationship. Sometimes, not all the time. Sometimes, sometimes. Amen. 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 Anybody else? We all the time. No, it's, it, it, it's all that's that's man. It's been it's been great, man. And uh, yeah, I was looking at First Corinthians uh, as as you were talking, uh, brother. As all of y'all were talking, and I was looking at uh, you know, God. The Paul said this. Paul said, God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. And the base things of the world world, and the things which are despised have God chosen. Yea, and things which are not to bring to naught things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence. And so... As part of our as part of our assignment, as part of our transformation, 
uh, you know, there are some things that we got to set aside. We got to lay down. Jesus said this, any man who, 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 who desires to follow after me must first deny themselves. That That's means right. that we got to die to self. If I'm going to make right. Jesus Lord, I got I to die to myself. I, not that I don't have a will and not that I don't have a mind of my own or, or any of that, but I have to exchange my thinking for kingdom thinking. That's right. That's right. Um, um, that 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 is so powerful. That yes, you are absolutely right. And to add on to that, as you were sharing your thoughts with us, um, a Bible verse came back up to me that came up in John. It says, "I decrease, and He increase." Yes, yes, I, yes. I, I, I decrease, increase. So in in that concept, in that concept, in that thought. I'm denying myself so that God's knowledge in me can be increased, and I can share my knowledge with others. But I have to deny, like you said, I have to deny myself. I have to increase my my, my human knowledge of everything, so that, that so that the knowledge of God in me can be revealed, and it can be um, um, touched. It can be. Um, and, and the knowledge of God can help people move from their state of sin into a state of righteousness. But the, like, like I said, I got to decrease in all of my strength, in all of my knowledge. I have to deny myself. I have to decrease so that Jesus in me can increase, you know, so he can reach out through me and touch people's lives and stuff. But if I put myself, if if I put myself, if I, if I elevate myself, then I'm, I'm, I'm making, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm decreasing Christ in me, but increasing myself. Um, one, one last word that I promise to let, let we go, let you go. I was reading over there, and um, I think it's in Isaiah. I believe it's the sixth chapter where the writer said, "In the year the king Uzziah died, I saw the Lord and stuff." So, you know. The king had to die in order for the prophet Isaiah had to die, and the, the prophet had to die in order for him to see the Lord himself. So the prophet Isaiah, um, the way I'm understanding it is like he did a lot of great things, but the, um, the king Uzziah was in a way. Many times in our lives, we are the king Uzziahs in our life, meaning that we have to be removed so that we can see God working in our lives, so that we can see God elevating us, um, putting, giving us a new position. But we have to remove our selves so that we can see God work in our lives and stuff. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. I decreased and Christ increased. Then another verse says, it's no longer I, but it's Christ within me. So we Galatians as chapter two, verse twenty. Yes. Yeah. So so no matter you know, we we we're in the flesh, you know, and we we're still we're we're Christians, but we're still in the flesh, but we gotta deny ourselves. We gotta deny yeah. our, our our own selves, you know, what we want compared to what God wants us to do in our lives and stuff. And, and and that's talking about assignment. New assignment. Yes. You know, we may be doing one thing one time, 
But God said, let's do something different. Let me give you a different assignment that not only you can work with, but I can help you. What you're doing in the past is not working. Let's get a, no. another. Even, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You were good. Uh, Brother Ray, I know we're beyond our time, and, and uh, you know, maybe we can pick this up the next next month or so. Uh, but, you know, one of the one of, if you want to talk about assignments, and, and this is and this is the last thing I'll say about it. You know, in Second Corinthians chapter five, it talks about this ministry of reconciliation. Well, the ministry mm-hmm. of reconciliation for the believer—that's our assignment. God yeah. has given yeah. unto us the ministry of reconciliation. That's our assignment, and I think I talked about it earlier, and I'll leave it at that, sir. Okay. Amen. Yep. Go ahead, Tyrone. Uh, I was just listening, uh, receiving and hearing all that you all saying. It's all it's all good. Um, but we can do it next month, I think. Because uh, said right. we can do it next month. That'd be good. So, yeah, we're going to take a lefty man. Um, get your friends. They can call in the number. Uh, I'll put it back on my social media again, and you can reach us. Uh, at when, when Christians speak at gmail dot com, uh, so any of the social media sites, let us know what you thought about the word today. Um, I do have an announcement. I'm going to ask Brother Cleopas to close us out. I do have an announcement that in uh, November, the first, uh, 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 pastor Cleopas uh, alone would have a, uh, a new broadcast starting with us when Christians speak talk radio called Kinder Kingdom Principal Ministries. Okay, so we are excited about what God is doing with the ministry and everything. And uh, so stay tuned. We bring together for we excited to have I mean, he can stay with the. I, I, I told him he has to stay with the. Yeah, yes, indeed. Yeah, so go ahead, brother. Go ahead, and close. God is good. Hey man, this, in my in my humble estimation, this has been a, an awesome discussion, and uh, I know that the uh, the topic was was God God inspired uh, uh, through Brother Ray. Uh, but I'm gonna close this out in prayer, and and, I, and Brother Floyd, it's really good to hear your voice. Brother Tyrone, it's really good to hear your voice, sir. Yeah. Um, I'm constantly praying for praying for you all, man. Um, Father, we yeah, thank sir, you for this you. time of fellowshipping around your Word, Father. We thank you, Father, that. Your word has gone forth. Uh, we thank you for those that have heard the word, but not just that they've heard the word, Father, but that they will be doers of the word, Father. And, Lord, we thank you for each and every man that's on this on this broadcast, Father. We thank you for everyone that is on this broadcast, Father. We thank you that they walk in divine health, Father. We thank you that they walk in divine peace. Father, we thank you that the joy of the Lord is their strength, Father. We thank you that there's no stress, strain, or struggle in their lives. Satan, we remind you of your permanent appointed place beneath our feet where you have no dominion, no power, no authority over us, over our thoughts, over our words, nor over our actions. But we are the blood-bought, blood-washed, children of the Most High God. We are a royal priesthood, a holy nation. We've been called out of darkness and placed in to our God's marvelous light for his use, for his glory. And, Father, if there be anyone that's on this call that does not know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of their lives, Father. We thank you right now, Father, that they have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of their lives, Father. 
they have, com- have uh, confessed their sin, and they've confessed him as, as, as Lord of their lives. And for that, we do give you all glory, all honor, and all praise, and all that are in agreement with that. Say amen. 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 God bless you again, everyone. Listen with Christian Speech Talk Radio. This has been our three real life, real men, real talk. And we've talked about the assignment for the, of the believers. Uh, we have with me Brother Cleopas, Brother Tyrone, and Brother Floyd. I believe this is his first time joining us. Got a few other people that see us in the studio. Thank you for joining. Until next time. But real quick, how about them cowboys? I'm sorry, Brother Cleopas. <laughs> <laughs> ah, let's see what you're saying in about three and a half hours. <laughs> Uh, we know, we know, we know, we know they lost tonight. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, man. We're gonna leave it at that. We know who they lost. Yes, uh, last, yes, last two or three games, I think they lost. But, yeah. We ain't gonna talk much about that. Whatever. <laughs> so, How are you, brother? Y'all, y'all be blessed, man. I bless you, brother. <laughs> I love y'all, All right. man. <laughs> yeah. All right, ladies. All right. Who Okay. All right, brother. Y'all be blessed, man. Again, thank you for right. calling in. All right. Take care. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.